This is why we have the best fans in the world. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Lucia. And I'm Caitlin. And this is our 224th episode of Talk Direction. And today we have probably a pretty short episode for you. Uh, last week we had kind of an intense episode where we talked about Harry's Watermelon Sugar music video. We got into a lot of uh, dialogue about that. Um, and next week we also have, um, not, hopefully not an intense episode, but probably a long one because we're doing a song discussion and we have a special guest joining us from our Patreon. So that's going to be really fun. Uh, so we're, today we're going to do a short episode so we can catch our breaths a little bit in between um, those two episodes. So hopefully that, uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it just mm-hmm. the same. Um, we had a lot of good discussion, um, over on our Patreon about our episode last week, um, and a little bit on Twitter as well. Um, and also I had like some personal conversations with people. Um, we just talked, uh, a little bit about, um, some of the more like political aspects of the video, Um, So we really want to revisit that and, like, talk about some of the comments people had um, because it was a great discussion. So we're probably going to do that not next week because we have um, our guests lined up, but the week after. Uh, So we'll definitely be revisiting that discussion um, in a couple weeks. Um, So if you have listened to that episode and you have thoughts, um, definitely let us know um, because we will be talking about it again. Um, you can check out our Patreon if you haven't already at patreon.com slash talk direction. Um, so we do talk direction download over there, which is an extra 30 minute bonus episode. Um, and last week we kind of continued our main discussion on watermelon sugar music video. And then we also talked about Niall interviewing, uh, or not interviewing Niall writing an article, um, about Damien Rice. And this week we're doing our fanfic book club episode, which is usually my favorite, um, DDDL, where we read a fic and talk about it. So if that sounds interesting, you can head on over to patreon.com slash talk direction. Um, and a big thank you to all of our patrons who have been having like dialogue over there. Uh, it's been really cool to see. Um, and it's nice that we have like a space for people to have those conversations. So thank you to everyone supporting us and participating. Yeah. Thank you for all your intelligent discussion um, about mm-hmm. the music video. I feel really lucky to be surrounded by people who want to engage in this sort of conversation in a really intellectual and understanding way. Yeah, for sure. It's really nice, especially like, after we recorded the main episode, um, I kind of had a little bit of a, a freak out because I got very like honest and just felt a little bit vulnerable. So I like put it on private and I was like, maybe we're just going to delete this episode. <laughs> um, but I ended up putting it back up uh, and I was like, I left Caitlin in charge of comments because I think I was afraid of getting 
like negative comments. Yeah. So it was really nice to see all of these comments that were not negative and just like yeah. continuing the dialogue. And definitely some people had like different perspectives than us, mm-hmm. but none of it felt like a, a disagreement or an attack or anything. It just felt like really good discussion so yeah. and I feel like we yep. were on the episode we focused on certain important aspects of the music video but we didn't look at other ones so it was really mm-hmm. good to hear like other perspectives and you know yeah, if we exactly. had a longer conversation what are some of the other things we may have talked about um mm-hmm. so that was really cool to get that sort of dialogue there and yeah. honestly like I don't blame you for being worried about like negative comments because a lot of times in the one direction fandom there are people who are very quick to jump on people Mm -hmm. and be totally rude and we've seen it on talk direction too just like if one of our tweets sort of gets to the public 1d crowd instead of the talk direction Mm -hmm. crowd (laughs) it can be very negative and scary that's true um but i feel like this sort of like the patreon crowd and our listenership on twitter is always so smart about the way they engage with the topics Mm -hmm. we discuss so that's very appreciated yeah i feel really lucky that we've kind of carved out this little part of the fandom for ourselves like sometimes it, it can be um like sometimes i wish that we had more of an audience mm-hmm. um you know sometimes i wish like oh i wish like more people listened or like we had more you know people who interacted but then times like this it's like really nice that we have like kind of a really curated um like listenership because obviously people listening to us like have to be somewhat into political discussions because we have them a lot so like (laughs) if that's something you're not interested in you're probably not going to listen to our podcast which like on the one hand can be like oh like you know maybe if we didn't have those discussions we'd have more listeners but it's actually nicer to have like listeners who actually get something out get you know something out of our podcast we can have sessions with so yeah um yeah it is that double double edged thing of like thinking you want more recognition and then realizing like oh but with that comes (laughs) a lot of bad stuff (laughs) (laughs) um But before we get into our little short episode today, um, we're going to do our quarantine check-in, which we've been doing every week since the a pandemic has started. Um, we were talking right before we started recording about how we've essentially gone through three seasons in this state now. Yep. Caitlin was saying how she started the pandemic like in her winter coat, and then I was saying how it's it's like going to be eighty-seven degrees today in Portland. And so we basically like it started in winter and then like we went through spring and now we're kind of entering summer and it's like this is our reality now. Yeah, it's so bizarre the the way that we've been through so many seasons and it's been like, I mean, it sort of started in March, although I know in February we we're doing things like washing our hands more and stuff, but really it started in March and then April, May, and now we're almost in June. So it's like we're coming on the fourth month now and it's just like wow that's almost a third of the year you know yeah um yeah so yeah it's just it's just super weird and the fact that we still don't know when it's gonna end you know is strange I'm trying to figure out will I be living in Boston next year will I not you know um all those things yeah yeah it's really scary the unknown and it's like 
it's kind of, I go back and forth because I've definitely, um, I'm definitely someone that in general has handled the isolation fairly well because I'm someone who spends a lot of time alone. Mm -hmm. And also I'm in a new city where like, it's not like I have friends who live in the city that I can't hang out with right now. Um, so I think I've, I've handled it fairly well, like in contrast to maybe a lot of people. Um, and it does kind of start to feel like normal life, which is a little bit easier. Like, Mm -hmm. but then also I kind of have like panic moments of like, am I ever going to be able to see my parents again? (laughs) My parents aren't like old, but they're definitely, um, older. Like they're both retired, you know, they're retire age. Um, and I'm, I do not feel comfortable seeing them in any capacity right now. Um, in case I'm carrying something, I'm just so scared. And like, um, I was thinking like the only way that I would feel safe to actually see them is like, if I were to quarantine myself for two weeks, um, so I can make sure I don't have anything, um, or like go and quarantine and then figure out how to like test, get a test, um, but then it's like also scary because it's like, what if I get a test and then I catch it on the way home from the doctor somehow? Like, I just, I'm just so paranoid about it. Yeah. Um, and I can't quarantine in their house because they live in an apartment in San Francisco. Right. Like, there's nowhere I can go into their house that's safe. They live in a one-bedroom apartment. Yeah, that's super difficult. So that's been kind of sad lately because I've just really missed them. And, like, this is the longest I've ever gone without seeing my mom, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, because the last time I saw her was, like, well, I think it was in February – um, but, uh, but yeah, it's getting to that point of getting a little scary of like, when am I going to see my family again? And I think until we have, until slash if we have a vaccine, I'm probably not going to want to, Yeah. which like, who knows when that's going to be. So probably not till next year. Right. So yeah. Thinking of, okay, what's Thanksgiving going to look like? What's Christmas going to look like? Like once you leave the house at least here like right now all my family's in the house together but once someone leaves and yeah. like goes back to wherever they live they can't come back you know it's not like right. you can then decide to come back until you've quarantined again for two weeks and that's not an easy thing to do when you have mm-hmm. a job or you're at school or whatever um yeah right. it is really scary yeah though. If, like, testing was super easy to get, then that would be a way to be, like, okay, I don't have it, but testing's not easy to get. And, like, you said, like, could you catch it on the way home? Like, you know. And I know, like, that's more unlikely. Like, there's ways that I – I'm sure there's ways that I could arrange to see my family that would be mostly safe. But, like, Mm -hmm. I'm so worried about them. So, like, for me to feel okay doing it, it would have to be, like – close to 100% safe, which I know you can't, you can never get 100. I mean, someone could catch the regular flu and get, you know, sick and die from that. Like, I understand you can't be 100% safe. Mm -hmm. But um, I think like, what I would do long term, like if this goes, you know, into Christmas, you know, I probably would try to like, take a really big chunk of work off and Mm -hmm. like, figure out a way to quarantine so I could see them. Um, I don't know how maybe we'd rent a house or something right. quarantine and different I mean, my sister I quarantined in an airbnb that's right yeah i guess Before i could do that, something like that. yeah like and then just really cheap one like, yeah and then days. just really not have contact with anyone yeah because um, i'm at a point now where i'm having a little bit of contact like mm-hmm. 
I mean, not contact, but like I'm going to the grocery store. Um, I'm like getting delivery and like not necessarily wiping down every package. Like I'm still being careful, but I'm like, I've loosened up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'd need to like go back to very strict Mm -hmm. being careful, but, but yeah, it's a weird time. Um, and it's also funny because I feel like sort of towards the beginning of the quarantine, I was more thinking about like, oh, the concerts we aren't going to go to. Yeah. And then now I'm, that's long gone. I'm like, yeah, I don't, that's, that's so long gone. Now I'm like, am I going to see my family again? Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the things that you thought mattered don't really matter anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. sucks. It just, it sucks. Like, I just wish that we didn't live in this reality right now. It just, Same. it really sucks. It really does suck. <sighs> but hopefully we can get a vaccine and hopefully the idiotic people will I don't know not ruin things for us like Mm -hmm. all the people protesting and like those people are so absurd yeah and even people who like mean well when things reopen people think that means somehow that the virus has like gotten better or things are reopening it's like no if if the virus it's not like the virus has changed in the past couple months it's still the same it's just there's fewer people in hospitals because like yeah. more people stayed home. But as soon as people go out, the virus is going to spread again. Like, mm-hmm. I don't see how it's not unless people are being so strict. But in my town, my family is like the only one who wears masks around. We never see anyone else wearing masks. And it's like, I, can, I don't see how it's not going to spread. And now things have started opening up and we'll see the results of that in like two to three weeks. Because mm-hmm. it takes sometimes that long for the virus to show itself. Yeah. And by then it'll have well, spread again. <laughs> so Right. Well, I was seeing yesterday that in some countries, it's they're already seeing their second wave of um, infections. And also, like, people just can't be as careful as they think they can. Like, I've had situations where, like, I did a... Um, like a, dis- a socially distanced session with someone mm-hmm. where I was like, okay, we're both going to wear masks. Like, we'll stay six feet apart. Um, and we ended up getting close accidentally, like twice, yeah. just yeah. because we can't, we're not built like that. Like mm-hmm. she was handing me, you know, she was like handing me something, like forgetting that she shouldn't hand me something. Right. And I forgot and I took it and I was like, oh crap, wait. Yeah. It's just like, we're not, we, we're not trained to like stay away from each other. So mm-hmm. like, even if we're being careful, like it's still, if we're out, out in normal life, you know. And six kind feet of is kind of like one of those numbers they've told us, but like it doesn't actually mean if you're six feet apart, you won't get it. You know, if someone coughs right. or sneezes, that travels yeah. like or it can travel on feet. air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I think it like lingers in the air. It stays on surfaces. If someone coughs and then puts their hand on something and then you touch that and put your hand in your mouth, like there you go. That's right. how you got it. Like it just yeah, it's so hard to be like a hundred percent careful. It is, and it just sucks that our our economic system is so broken because it's like, you know what should have happened for this society? Like this should have started and then everyone should have immediately quarantined a hundred percent quarantined yeah, for as long as it takes. Mm-hmm. And like, we should have been able to like been able to do that like financially. Yeah. And the, the reason that we couldn't for the most part is because most people couldn't do it financially. Mm-hmm. And like, that's so messed up. Yeah. Like I feel like, yeah, it's just, very frustrating yeah and then you have people who have like billions of dollars 
Mm-hmm. Isn't isn't Jeff Bezos the first trillionaire or something? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> this is the worst. It's pretty bad. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, this isn't uh, an economics podcast. So. <laughs> Moving on. I hope you're all doing okay in quarantine. Um, let us know. Write in. Tell us how your quarantine is going. You want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, so for our discussion today, we're going to talk basically about Liam and Niall. Because Liam and Niall, the kind souls that they are, <laughs> are single-handedly getting us through this quarantine. <laughs> Harry, Louie, Zane are nowhere to be found. <laughs> I mean, Damn Harry did just drop that music video, but like... He didn't surface. But Harry he put out was a supposed video. to be at the freaking big weekend. Is there another oh, weekend yeah, or was it just this one that just happened? Because he did not right. perform and Niall stepped up to the plate. So what is with he that? Did. Niall did step up to the plate. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so Liam's been continuing his weekly vlogs. I love that he's still doing it. Because I in the Same. beginning I thought like I wonder if he's gonna do like two of these and then stop but he's actually like been doing it every every week he puts them out on Sundays um and so he did one last Sunday and the Sunday before um and the last I think it was the last one the one before I watched them together so I don't I don't remember which was which but there was one where he watched some really old footage of him um playing guitar as like a a child a a preteen it was very Mm -hmm. cute um did you watch any of the of the vlogs or have any parts um, I that you... watched part of the one when he was cooking. And yes. He got like the he was um doing something with fire and I just thought wow imagine being an amateur cook and deciding to light a fire like that in your kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Very risky. I would never do that. But yeah. I guess he had the guts to do that and i guess it turned out well but that yeah. seemed like it was above what i would try in my house yeah <laughs> i wish that he would do more like vlog style vlogs yeah. although i know it's like there's nothing happening in his life like no no one's doing anything that exciting right now mm-hmm. um but still i'm like i would still find it entertaining if he just like i don't know vlogged his like morning routine or right. like what yeah. he was doing I like those stuff more than the like reaction, like watching stuff and reacting to yeah. it. Or he should well, do yeah, some so... like tags or like old YouTube challenges yes. or something. That would be really yes. fun. <laughs> that would be fun. Um, Liam also did a performance for Hugo at Home. So Hugo Boss is the clothing company, underwear company. Are they an underwear company or are they clothing? Clothing too. Okay, maybe they're just famous for their underwear. Mm-hmm. Um. But he did a little at-home concert um, for one of their, uh, like, benefits, I guess. Um, He performed Polaroid. He performed For You uh, with Rita Ora. And he performed Midnight. Um, And so he was just sat at home on on his own. And then there was a guitar player that they videoed in from another location. And then, obviously, Rita Ora was in another location. Um, but it was a really nice performance. I really loved hearing, um, him do Polaroid. I don't know if we've gotten that specific version before. I feel like we probably have, but it didn't seem like I'd heard it before. Just Mm. like him singing it in that very acoustic way. Yeah. Um, so I really liked that. Um, and I'm still really loving Midnight. Um, 
it's just yeah. so nice to be able to see him perform where you're really getting just the vocal and the guitar it just mm-hmm. feels so much, like intimate and you're really getting to hear his vocals like way more than you would if it's like a performance on James Corden's show like then the the you know everything else gets a lot of attention but this is like him sitting with a mic and you can just hear every part of his voice which is really nice um, and I especially liked it when he sang with uh, Rita Ora like their harmonies were so beautiful together they really were um also I find it interesting that Liam when he does these things again he's choosing songs that are not from his album so all three of these songs were not mm-hmm. from his album so mm-hmm. that's just like there's certain songs he really likes and we're still kind of unclear where he sits with the album because mm-hmm. he doesn't perform those songs really at all um mm-hmm. but i do like that he has midnight and he has these other songs that he does seem to really like um and i think mm-hmm. fans really enjoy them too and even like casual more casual fr- fans um midnight yeah. is just such a bop and he sounded great on it so it really is it's it's a pretty solid song and he yeah he's he sounds so nice on it mm-hmm. it's kind of a vocally challenging song but he really kills it every time yeah um and yeah it is really interesting that he does not play any songs from that album um, which kind of, <clears throat> you know, aligns with what we said when the album came out, which was he doesn't seem very excited about it. Yeah. Because um, we've heard him talk about songs that he loves. And so we know how he reacts when he has a song that he loves. And right. not any of the songs on that album did he really, like, yeah. try to talk about. Um, and even though the album, like, did really poorly and, like, he got a lot of kind of criticism and backlash for it like Mm -hmm. i still could have seen him picking out one song from it and being like well this is a good song yeah but yeah we know he like loves polaroid and for you and midnight like he's praised he's said so much about those songs and how much he loves them um so yeah very interesting Mm -hmm. i wonder if we'll ever get the full story on that like someday in the future (laughs) yeah (laughs) um and then niall um as always has been busy entertaining us um (laughs) i love how like like his his life just like revolves around his music and just like having his community of like yes music people um because like you see people like zane or like harry and obviously they're like very serious about their music but like it also seems like they have separate private lives that they want to dedicate time to like they don't mm-hmm. want it all to be about like the fans and like all about you know doing kind of public stuff all the time whereas Niall it seems like he really feels like this is like what he wants to be doing yeah <laughs> um like with his his constant presence on Instagram and performances and stuff it doesn't feel like he feels like he has to no. um do it it feels like that's genuinely what he wants to be doing is like talking to us and performing and it feels like Um, like that's his support system too through quarantine like totally he was talking about how much he loved getting to hear other people's collaborations and everyone like writing together and working together and posting Mm -hmm. instagram stories and like engaging so much it's it seems like that is such a positive for him and like it's not an mm-hmm. extra burden where like someone else during quarantine putting up that much effort to put into something artistic might be a real challenge. But for him, it's like yeah. he needs to do it. He needs to keep busy doing that. And he's really enjoying it mm-hmm. and like getting a lot out of um, 
sort of this new way of making music and he's really excited about yeah. it which is cool to see and it's obvious because he keeps spending so much time doing it and he's really right. engaged in that world right now yeah yeah and he talked about um like he was on um radio with small z and he talked about like he talked about ed sheeran and how he was talking to him about advice and he mm-hmm. talking about sean mendez coming over to his house like obviously that's like his community um mm-hmm. is like other musicians Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he did. Um, he did BBC Radio One Big Weekend, which is the event that we thought maybe, maybe Harry would perform at because <laughs> he was supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> so there is audio and video of this, uh, which is really cool. Um, so you can play the audio like a radio station, which is kind of fun. Mm. Um, and then you can also watch the video of it on YouTube. Um, but. Niall did like a 15 minute set where he played uh, Nice to Meet Ya, Black and White, This Town, and Slow Hands. Um, and he did some little chats in between, which was really nice. It kind of felt like a little concert. Yeah. Um, because he had some like banter in between the songs. Um, and it was nice to hear, uh, it was nice to hear the songs and see him talk. When he opened the set, he sat down and said, Welcome to my balcony, because <laughs> that's where he was performing. On his beautiful balcony. Oh it my looked God. like such the perfect day. He said it was like the golden uh-huh. hour, evening hour. Like, yes. oh, I want an outdoor balcony. <laughs> you couldn't see anything. It, like, it was just sky. You know he's like up in a skyscraper yeah. somewhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's really, really pretty. <sighs> yeah. Um, but I especially liked uh, This Town, the rendition he did. I f- it was just something about it that was especially beautiful. Mm. I think partially because you could hear the sound of like the wind and like the yes. city behind him like a couple times i feel like you could hear car like noises mm-hmm. of cars um and like the wind and like that added something pretty special to yeah, it yeah it felt alive mm-hmm. yeah and then i think just the way he's saying this town was was really pretty mm. um it's an interesting thing because it's like small town small town <laughs> <laughs> this town uh what am i thinking of oh maybe small talk small talk this town (laughs) slow hands interesting Uh (laughs) they all have a similar sort of format Uh uh-huh um this town was the first solo song he did and he actually talked about that in this performance um that it was the first solo song he did and he talked about the first time he played it was for bbc radio one um and he was so nervous but it's just interesting because like Obviously, he's grown so much as a musician and, like, a vocalist. So, like, the first time he ever sang This Town versus him singing it now, it's, like, a totally different animal because his voice voice has changed so much. Mm -hmm. He's, like, gotten older. And, I mean, four Mm -hmm. or five years can do so much to, like, where you are. Totally different. Yeah. And I feel like Niall specifically has really, like – grown his voice so much yeah um like obviously everyone grows and changes but i feel like niall specifically his his vocals have just gotten so mm-hmm. so good yeah um not that they weren't good before i've i've i really enjoyed his vocals on you know his first album and stuff but he seems to really have like grown how mm-hmm. he uses his voice mm-hmm. um so yeah it was really nice to hear his little his little set I agree. Would have been nice if any of the other boys did it, but I understand. <laughs> what songs would you have wanted Harry to perform if he did a, a four-song um, at-home set? God. What does Harry's home even look like? Like, I where would he know. be? He's staying with Does friends, he have a balcony? I'm assuming. 
don't know somewhere really nice he wouldn't let us into that he'd probably be in front of like a white wall or something i'm sure he would be i just imagine him in like a room full of silks like silk (laughs) drapery or something that would be nice If Harry was doing an acoustic set, like, I mean, he would never. It's just so intimate. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it is too intimate for him. That's like, so true. I don't know. Picking his, like, four. I would like, I think I'd like Cherry, Fine Line. Like, those two ones would fit so well with mm-hmm. acoustic set. I mean, I would think mm-hmm. he would have done Watermelon Sugar because the music video just came out and it's like his new single. Yeah. So I would expect that. Right. Um, I'd like Canyon Moon, maybe. Yeah, we haven't gotten that yet. Yeah. Um, Sunflower That's would another... be cool, too, acoustic. Mm-hmm. That's another really weird thing to think about. Like, in when we first got this album <clears throat> and we knew that we were going to go – he was going to go on tour starting in spring, mm-hmm. we were all like, oh, we're going to get live versions of these songs in a couple months. Yeah. Now it's like – we don't when? know if we're ever going to get live versions <laughs> don't of these songs. Say that. Like, you know what I mean, though? Like, yeah. if it's so long that he writes another album, like, it's just like, it's yeah. so weird to think about, like, what if, like, Canyon Moon and Sunflower and Fine Line, like, we, we are we ever going to get live versions of those? I don't know. <laughs> like, Golden? I would think he'd perform some of them on tour, but some probably are songs that wouldn't make the set list anyway. So, I don't know. Really? I, th- I don't know if he's going to play all his songs from his new album. I feel like pe- that's what people do when they have a new album. I don't know. Sometimes some mm. don't make the cut. One Direction often yeah, that's didn't true. play them all. Well, they had like 20 songs on each album. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. No, you're right. It's not. It doesn't always happen. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, also like would would we be getting like radio would he be doing more radio shows and we'd be getting different versions from that that's true yeah i I don't know yeah promotion for the tour very interesting to ponder um so niall was also on the radio with small z um and he talked about a few things he talked about writing that he is writing songs right now um and it was so funny because he was talking about basically like trying to write an album oh my god <laughs> and feeling really pressured and then he was like wait you just put out an album you don't have to do that <laughs> and then um he was talking about how he was talking to ed which i'm assuming is ed sheeran yeah he just refers to him as ed um <laughs> and how ed was like i'm i'm just writing and if i can get like one big song out of it like that's all like and then you know that would be a success mm-hmm. or whatever and so niall was like and Niall is like, yeah, so I'm just writing three or four times a week and I'll see what comes of it. Uh, and he's like, if I write one, two, three, five, six new songs, <laughs> that'll be a success. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just laughing at because <laughs> it's like writing three or four times a week and like trying. If I write six new songs, that'll be a success. <laughs> yeah, like, that's so funny. Well, I'm glad he's like so busy and keeping mm-hmm. other songwriters and people employed too <laughs> like that's a good totally one. yeah whoever he's working with or is getting paid probably that's true so. yeah. yeah yeah but yeah i love it i love how ambitious he is and <laughs> i'm excited to see the one two three five or six new songs that he's <laughs> i hope write. we get quarantine eps from people from different artists yeah i mean honestly it sounds like niall is gonna write a new album yeah. Like, it sounds like that's already happening. Uh, 
so that'll be really fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he talked about <clears throat> um, uh, Smallsy was talking about his bougie piano in the background, mm-hmm. and then he said. Uh, he was like, I've got a piano in the house in L.A. Sean comes over to the house and just sits there and plays, um, which is just so funny to hear him talk like casually about Sean Mendes just coming to his house and playing the piano. <laughs> Niall's literally friends with every single musician out there. All the big names, Ed, Sean, just like uh-huh. they're all just good friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think any of the other boys are writing right now? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Like, yeah. maybe Louis, but Louis, like, we literally have zero idea what he's doing. Yeah, Besides, he like, has gone radio silent. <laughs> yeah, maybe walking his dogs with his girlfriend. That's all. I see her videos of walking their dogs, but he's never in yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Um, Harry, I don't know. Like, maybe he's doing some stuff, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, uh, isn't he someone like hasn't haven't in interviews? He said like he needs to be busy. So I imagine he's doing something. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know about the other boys. What do you think? I don't know. I feel like um, it's hard to say. Like because like Louis has been so quiet. I mean, I hope he's just like spending time with his family and like mm-hmm. you know just having a chill time yeah um but yeah i can see him potentially writing i mean i can see all of them writing because it's like that's what they do and we have all this time so like but i don't think anyone is quite as ambitious as niall yeah like how much they're they're writing yeah niall's Um. like fully (laughs) seems like he's fully creating songs at the moment yes (laughs) potentially a new album yeah what will it be called if he does put out an EP or an album? I don't Something know. related to the like maybe quarantine. like alone, <laughs> London indoors. <laughs> yes, in my own head. I love that. Welcome to my balcony. <laughs> yes. Oh, that would be great. That would be great. <laughs> um, Niall also got stirred a little bit of drama. This actually happened like early last week. Um, but we didn't talk about it. Uh, it wasn't like big, but on um, on the show they talked about the um, quote unquote reunion really briefly, and then an update account tweeted Niall's quote, which said, "We've barely spoken about it. We were chatting about like, is there anything we can release, like content or something? And we came came to the conclusion that there's nothing. So, and that says Niall on plans for a one day reunion, and then I guess like." People had responded to that, and then Niall responded, and he said, I'm just going to not answer the question anymore, because if you read that quote, it obviously reads that I'm being serious when I say, and we came to the conclusion there was nothing. If you watch the interview, I'm 10, I'm 100,000% being sarcastic, and it's obvious. I won't answer again. (laughs) I love Niall answering people like this. I know, it's so funny. Um, But yeah, if you watch the radio interview, it is up. He does. <laughs> but if you watch the radio interview, it is pretty obvious that he's being sarcastic. Um, because Smallsy had said before that, like, do you even have anything left? Like, hasn't it all been milked? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it did seem like a joke. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it stirred a little bit of, of drama. I mean, sometimes what happens is, like, 
the fans will like take it too far. So like Niall tweeted this and then people kind of pile on and are like, if you don't know that Niall's joking, you're an idiot. Oh my God. People get way too invested. They do. Or people are like, stop asking about the reunion. One day is over. And it's like, I don't think he's mad about being asked. He's just also like, if he's always being sarcastic, like maybe you should read these tweet responses as sarcastic as well. Right. Um, But yeah, yeah, it is. It is a fine line to walk because um, Steph, our friend and listener, was talking. We were talking about um, this, and then um, also with Martha, and we were talking about that time that Louis tweeted to that radio show host, um, and then like a bunch of fans like attacked her, and she had to like put her social media on private, mm-hmm. um, even though like she didn't actually do anything wrong. I think it was like her co-host or anything or something Mm -hmm. i'm obviously not remembering the situation well at all but it is a fine line because if you're someone who has like a really intense fan base you do have to be kind of careful with what you say because your fans might like go a little bit rabid to defend you or like want to be seen as being on your side but then at the same time it's like i like that they're able to be honest Mm -hmm. and just like say how they feel yeah so it's kind of tricky because i don't want niall to like not be able to say this stuff but then mm-hmm. also you see all the fans kind of like taking it a little too far yeah definitely um, when have we seen so. fans take things too far before <laughs> every yeah. single day in this fandom yeah <laughs> um but where speaking of the reunion stuff where do you feel like we're at now like i know we've talked about this every couple of weeks <laughs> do you have like evolve like what do you think now well now that happen? niall said he's being sarcastic about this thing and he's like joking around that they have nothing it seems like there has to be something then yeah like, that's a confirmation <laughs> that there is something but who knows what it is it could still right. be like a james corden thing it might be a release of some sort of footage or music video i don't know yeah. we've got like ones that never got put out the infinity music right. video like what can they release Zane? I think they did that before when Zane was still there or something. I don't know. I don't remember what it was. There's like content yeah. that they can't release and had to scrap. Could they be putting right. out songs that didn't make the fifth album? I don't know. Like I'm still yeah. trying to figure it out, but I feel like there's definitely something coming in my mind. Yeah. For sure. I think so too. I feel like it probably will be something like you know, some pre-recorded like old footage that they put out Mm -hmm. um something like that yeah um but yeah it's july 23rd so we've got a ways to go we've got about two months Mm -hmm. (laughs) so (laughs) it feels like we've been talking about it for our predictions (laughs) yes (laughs) feels like we've been talking for so long yeah (laughs) (laughs) um we also got a a beautiful stripped version of Niall's latest single, Black and White, which we're not going to talk about today because we're going to be actually talking about it next week because we're doing a song discussion on Black and White, which I guess mm-hmm. is a spoiler, but it's not like our podcasts <laughs> are surprises, so I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to save that for next week um, so we can talk about it with the this, the rest of our song discussion um and that is it for us today um a short episode even Mm -hmm. though i guess it'll probably end up being about 45 minutes which some podcasts are that length (laughs) 
<laughs> a lot of them are shorter even our podcast is very very long usually <laughs> <laughs> which we like to do it we like to do long mm-hmm. long podcasts but it is funny because when we talk about like oh we have to do a short episode today and then it ends up being like an hour <laughs> yeah exactly um do you have any recommendations i do my recommendation oh, today is to watch svu I've been watching it, which is should surprise uh, yes. people because Law and Order SVU. Um, I'm someone who hates like scary stuff. Um, oh yeah, and I was very tentative at first, and sometimes I still have to like shut my eyes and stuff. But I'm able to get through it, and I'm really enjoying it. Um, I'm kind of working through it backwards, and like I'm watching it with my younger sibling and then sometimes family members and we're just kind of like picking random episodes that sound good so we're not fully like it's kind of like you sort of get to know the characters but also each episode kind of stands alone a bit um there's sometimes Mm -hmm. like background plot that you have to piece together but for the most part you don't and so it's just kind of an entertaining show and there's so many because there's like like 19 17 20 i don't know how many seasons around 20 seasons there's a lot <laughs> so there's just so much content um and it kind of feels nice yeah. to just be able to like pick random episodes and watch it and yeah i'm really enjoying it and olivia benson the person <sighs> who's the main character is really cool i really like her um so yeah olivia benson is like the love of my life <laughs> she's not even joking she really is great she's so emotionally intelligent and also a badass and yeah yeah um i spent a lot of a lot of time watching SU. i haven't in a while Mm. but i used to watch it a lot and Mm -hmm. i'm in love with olivia benson (laughs) we named one of my foster dogs detective olivia benson (laughs) just like taylor swift's cat (laughs) Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. We did it first, but mm. whatever. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't really know what to recommend because honestly, I've just been so like busy the last few weeks. Um, I guess I have I can recommend um a YouTube channel because I have been watching it for inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, it's this girl and her channel is Michelle B. But it's spelled with a U, so it's M-U. Um, wait, is it spelled? Hold on, let me find it. I want to make sure to actually spell it the right way. Yeah, it's M-U-C-H-E-L-L-E-B. Mm-hmm. Um, so Michelle B, but Michelle with a U. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways, she does like um, kind of productivity organizing um, videos like decluttering and organizing my life, my yeah. system for reading self-growth books, the self-isolation self-care guide, how to be productive while you're working from home. But um, she has like a very clear aesthetic with her videos. So she'll have like, she'll do like the color, like coloring, like it'll all be like soft pink or like mauve mm-hmm. and like it's very peaceful and relaxing to watch her videos. And I think she's from New Zealand. Um, so she's got a nice accent and her content is pretty great. And it's always like really motivational and inspirational, but it never feels like um, like uh, judgy or like, yeah. you know, sometimes the, the pr- productivity content can feel a little bit like 
extreme or like yeah. you know if you're not being productive what are you doing like right. it never feels like that it's all, all, always very like kind and soft and like that's so good yeah, like she had her last video was called "Discipline Doesn't Work." Here's what do- to do instead, and she talked mm. about like if you're trying to go to the gym every week, every day, uh, and you're not doing it, like maybe it's not because you lack discipline. Maybe it's because you need to find a different way to exercise because you just right. don't like that. Yeah. Um, like maybe try rock climbing or like you right. know stuff like that. So yeah. yeah, if you need some like motivation and inspiration and just a nice soothing content, I would definitely check out her her channel. Cool. Um, so we'd love to hear your thoughts and feedback on what you thought about our show today, your opinions on anything we discussed. Please feel free to send us news stories or anything One Direction related you'd like to hear us talk about on future episodes. And thank you for listening to episode 224 of Talk Direction. You can find us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. Email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Find us on Tumblr at talkdirection.tumblr.com or on Instagram at talkdirection. And you can follow us individually. Um, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Lucia O, spelled L-U-C-C-I-A-O-H. And Caitlin, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Caitlin I-R Foster. And Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. Make sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash talkdirection, where you can support our show um, monthly. We offer a $250 a month level, a $5 a month level, and a couple more. Um, And over on Patreon today, we're going to be talking about uh, or we're going to be doing our fanfic book club episode of Talk Direction Down Low, where we are going to be talking about a fic we just read. so if you're interested in that, go and check it out, patreon.com slash talkdirection. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, leave us a review to help more people discover the show, and you can also listen on SoundCloud or pretty much anywhere you get podcasts. I'm Lucia. And I'm Caitlin. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time for episode 225. Bye. Bye. <laughs>